More roster reveals for Odyssey Pro Wrestling, Wrestle Carnival, and UKPW. Top British Wrestling Academy closes its doors for the foreseeable future. One of the UK's top promotions returns this weekend. And Pete Dunne failed to pick up the title against NXT Vengeance Day, sorry, against Finn Balor in the main event of NXT Vengeance Day. Uh, and we'll get into that a little bit more. Hello and welcome. You are listening to TNT, the Great British Wrestling Podcast or Great British Wrestling, as featured on Bodyslam.net. I am the Great British Otaku, Mr. Andrew Moore. I am joined, as always, by the Pro Wrestling T-Shirt Champion of the World, Big Daddy Dan, Mr. Daniel Allen. How are you? Hello, I am very, very good. But today I am not wearing a pro wrestling T-shirt. How dare you? I am wearing a Hobo Jack T-shirt, which um, I got given when we were doing a load of um, work with the homeless. And my wife is, in fact, wearing a wrestling T-shirt today. My wife is wearing a very limited edition wrestling T-shirt. There were only a thousand of them made and they were only available from Foot Locker um, in New York. Right. And she is wearing an Alexa Bliss T-shirt crossed with corn issues. And it's the Alexa Bliss, um, Twisted Bliss and Corn Issues T-shirt. It's very cool. Awesome. Uh, myself, I've got my purple kanji top from uh, Graps Apparel as part of their Gaijin Worldwide uh, selection. And uh, it's one of my favourite hoodies, to be honest. I just like, <laughs> It's just so comfy. Uh, well, Grabs have got some really good designs now, and they keep putting out different bits and pieces, different colorways, and I think they are they're good. Not just because the guy is really lovely, and we've interviewed him, and he's awesome. Please listen back to the interview with um, Gary Ward. Yep, indeed. Uh, but yeah, it's just really nice stuff. So it is. Uh, we should actually mention that uh, Grabs Apparel will be shutting down for two weeks while they redesign the website, and then they will be back uh, as soon as they can. So. I just thought we'd better mention that since we were talking about them. Anyway, uh, this is the Brit Rest Roundup, the best place to get all the British wrestling news for around the UK. We look at every company we can find. We spare no one. Uh, right, okay, I think we're going to start off with the bad news and then because there's a lot of good news this week. Yeah, but there's some really news sucky news this week as well. There is, indeed. Uh, well, first of all, uh, so we're going to go to TNT uh, Extreme. TNT Extreme have cancelled their Dead or Alive and their TNT Ignition No Limit shows, uh, which were due for February 27th and February 28th, respectively. I think they actually knew this was coming because there was no appearance or match announcements throughout. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um... Good on them for showing they're still keeping going. Um, they still want to be doing this, but very sensible of them to to wait back. Indeed, uh, they, you know, top company. Uh, one of the companies we want to see back ASAP. Uh, you can check out a lot of their stuff on Powered Four TV. Uh, another one is Fighting Spirit have closed its doors for the for the foreseeable future. Uh, Fighting Spirit Wrestling Academy was founded in 2017 by James Drake and Zach Gibson. Uh, they've welcomed over 300 students from around the globe, uh, regular live events with their students. Uh, even, as I say, Zach Gibson released the, the comment, gutted to have to write this, but unfortunately Fighting Spirit is having to close its doors for the foreseeable future. This decision has been made with a very heavy heart. Thank you to everyone who came through our doors. Stay safe and keep strong. So Basically, no they've been hit with the ultimate tag team, haven't they? They have. Of COVID and their founders, teachers and finances going to America. Yeah, because as I say, there's no actual word on this if this is COVID related or if it is related to the fact that GYV are now... In America, uh, we will certainly be talking more about the GYV uh, in just a little while when we talk about the Vengeance Day NXT TakeOver. Uh, Superstar Pro Wrestling have had to postpone their debut show, uh, which would have been March 6th, 
Uh, this is the third show this year that they were hoping to have run. Uh, and as I say, this is a debut company. I haven't made an appearance yet. Uh, they're in the Liverpool area. They've put together a great roster of some young talent, uh, including Luke Sky, Jordan Black, Alfie Brooks, James Reed. Uh, the next show is scheduled for April 10th at the Millennium Centre. Fingers crossed uh, that it can go ahead. Fingers crossed. Let's have some good news. Some good news. Oh, roster members being revealed through many different companies this week. Uh, Wrestle Carnival being one of them. Uh, we spoke to Wrestle Carnival owner Gary Ward a few weeks ago. You should check that out, interview out, one of our favorite interviews. Uh, and they have released, oh, sorry, they, yeah, they have revealed uh, four new members to their roster. This is Jerry Bakewell, uh, Giselle Shaw, Charles Crowley. And Charlie Miller. Uh, these are added to Kanji, Alexis Falcon, Lion Kid, and Spike Trevay, who had already been announced. What do you make of these new signings? I'm looking at a really strong roster here. Um, mm. Like a really, really strong roster here. Uh, Jerry Bakewell, brilliant, funny, great wrestler. Charles Crowley. I think for Wrestle Carnival was Bakewell. He's just definitely. made for it. Definitely, definitely. Uh, Mr. Charles Crowley, as we know, genius, great we bloke. Fans. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to get him on here soon. Um, Giselle Shaw is doing um, big things for women's wrestling in the UK and internationally. Um, let's take advantage while she's here before she leaves. Indeed. And Charlie Miller, I don't know a vast amount about. Well, we uh, Charlie Miller was in the Rev Pro Southside tournament. Uh, he was knocked down. Oh yes. Uh, first round and then lost to Spruface Armored uh, to be knocked out of the tournament completely. He is the uh, former tag team partner of Joel Redmond, so they were former tag yeah. team champions at Rev Pro. Uh, he's very underrated, as you say. He kind of goes under the the radar. Uh, he, he, he went undermine. Yeah, he, <laughs> I guess. Maybe his name didn't quite stand out like others, but uh, he is a fantastic performer. And, you know, they're joining like the likes of Kanji, Alexis Falcon, Lion Kid, and Spike Trevay. They've got some great minds and great wrestlers. Uh, of course, uh, Chris Ridgway is, of course, part of Wrestle Carnival as well. It's just fantastic, really. Really looking um, forward to their first show. And uh, you will hopefully be there, won't you? I will definitely 100% be there for their first show. Excellent. Uh, next up, Odyssey Pro Wrestling revealed the tag team Synergy as part of their roster at Troy Roy and Bartram and Chris Anderson Daniels. Uh, Christopher Daniels I... and Bart Simpson's alter ego. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, I don't know too much about these guys. Uh, young talents. Uh, look forward to seeing more of them. Odyssey Pro Wrestling, and they join uh, Two Bit, uh, Ryan Paul Davis, and Alexa Alexa Falcon, Alexis Falcon. Sorry. Yeah, she's going to have a busy year this year, Alexis Falcon. She is. Um, she's going to have a good, strong year. Indeed. Yeah, I don't know if you just noticed that, but my uh, I'm going to have to say it quietly. My Alexa just went off. Uh, uh, but yeah she's a fantastic performer we you will see plenty of her uh throughout 2021 if we are able to get started back up properly and uh, we look forward to seeing more and more of her now Uh, ukpw their um additions i think we should mention again how they've been doing them how they've announced their roster members indeed uh just uh brilliant these Parodies, shall we call them? Yeah, parodies, I think, is the right one. Yeah, parodies of other promotions. It's just fantastic. It's great. It's it's lighthearted. It's fun. It's not meant in any type of harsh way. Uh, of course, we spoke with Alex Gilbert, better known as uh, Dow Jones, in another interview just a couple of weeks ago, which, again, definitely go back and check out. Uh, a fantastic guy. Really love the passion about the wrestling and look forward to seeing UKPW once they do. They've just got a massive roster mm. of some great talent. So you're going to see lots of great performers there. The other great thing about UKPW is to get you in the mood. They are going to start releasing regular 
shows because they have got recordings of their shows back to 2015. Now, on our um, Twitter page, which we are now well over 500 followers, thank you so much, um, we have recently shared a couple of um, links to their matches. So do make sure that you have a look and follow them on YouTube because you will get a lot of lovely content and you may even get the opportunity to see the smiling faces of the great Utaku and Big Daddy Dan. Ooh, uh, of course. Uh, what have we got now? We've got classic UK pro wrestling uh, have preliminary booked a show for March 29th in uh, Norwich, Norfolk. Well, that's right by my dad. So if it goes ahead, I might be able to go and watch that one as well. Indeed. Uh, Scottish promotion, Target Pro Wrestling are holding a tournament for their vacant heavyweight championship. So far, the likes of Mayhem Brooks, The Supreme, Ryan Richards, Judas Gray and Stone Malone have all thrown their hats into the ring. Uh, you should check out their Facebook page for more details and uh, videos. Mm. Uh, okay, so they're not actually British this next part of the news, but they were an integral part of the British wrestling scene. They were, and people will still be interested. Indeed. So Aussie Open, one of the best unsigned tag teams anywhere in the world. Uh, Kyle Fletcher and Mark Davis made their first appearance as a team uh, for PWA, which is Pro Wrestling Australia. It's fantastic to see Mark Davis back. He's been out with a shoulder injury for... Almost over, I think it's been well over a year. Uh, him and Kyle Fletcher were tag team champions for so many British promotions, including Progress Wrestling. Uh, they had some incredible matches, and uh, it's just great to see them back together. It's great to see them back in Australia, to be honest. And uh, we'll miss them. Uh, we would like to have them back, back in the UK, sure, because uh, they are fantastic wrestlers. They are indeed. Look forward to um, seeing them in the future, and I wish them luck in all of their future endeavours. Indeed. Uh, so next up is hey. the return of Progress Wrestling. Woo! Flat, flat, I know flat, what T-shirt I'm going to be wearing on Saturday. This is Progress. <laughs> <laughs> this is Progress. Uh, let's yeah. hope it is progress progress on from how it was before yeah uh, I mean it's a whole new team over at progress at wrestling uh, they have management changes the moment everything came out uh, obviously there were a lot of uh, people within progress that were called out as, as you say uh, but, you know, this is a new period. This is a new life. Uh, progress are returning, uh, I'd say. And some great, great names are being lined up for um, this Saturday. Yeah, I, I mean, just as you say, yeah, this Saturday, uh, the 20th of February, uh, 8pm uh, for the British guys, 3pm for you guys over in the States, just if anyone's in the States listening to us. Uh, the show will be available on the WWE Network uh, as well as uh, on Progress's own. Yes, um, Progress, uh, Demand Progress. That's the one. That's what it's yeah. called. And as you say, yeah, just a great lineup. I mean, let's just talk about the first, the host team and the new commentary team. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the host of the show will be Big. Wavy Roy Johnson. I'm sure he won't be performing his Wasteman challenge this week, but <laughs> I just can't I can't wait to see him as a host for this show. Uh, I hope to see him as more of a host as well within. I hope he gets a chance to obviously wrestle. He's a fantastic wrestler, but he's phenomenal on the microphone. He really is. Uh, so he will be entertaining as hell, and uh, yeah, really looking forward to that. Uh, you've also got a brand new commentary team, Charles Crowley and uh, Malone. I'm sorry, bear with me, I've forgotten. Uh, 
it's Malone something, sorry, in bear. <laughs> I've lost my lines. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to the fact they've given um, Mr. Crowley this vocal opportunity. Um, it's it's Hustle good Malone. to see Hustle Malone, right? Mm. Um, it is good to see that he is going to be doing so much all over the UK scene. I think 2021 is going to be a case of look out for Cara Noir, who is also on this. Mm-hmm. Look, look out for Kid Like Us 2, who is also on this. Mm-hmm. And look out for Mr. Charles Crowley. Oh, definitely. As if you haven't seen Cordially Invited, go and check that out on YouTube. It's absolutely hilarious. Uh, it was a fantastic show. You can see he has a great mind for the business. He has a fantastic look. He has an amazing character. Uh, it's a and shame. he can wrestle. And he, yeah, I was about to say, and he can wrestle. So it is a shame that he's not actually part of the, uh, maybe the Natural Progression series or even just as a wrestler, but he's just going to be fantastic as well as uh, Hustle Malone. I, yeah, it's just such a great team. Uh, and, you know, that's just the basis. Uh, we've also got four confirmed matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Millie McKenzie. Uh, versus Mercedes Blaze. I mean, Millie McKenzie is one of my favorite wrestlers. I'm not even just women's wrestlers. She's one of my favorite wrestlers. Uh, trained by Pete Dunne. You can see it all in her. She is a product of the Bruiserweight. Uh, I remember her, her moniker in Defiant Wrestling was the first 21st century badass. <laughs> Uh, she, yeah, she's still very young. She's twenty years old. She was an integral part of the speaking out movement uh, due to uh, banker. <laughs> I'm not even going to mention his name. Doesn't need to be mentioned. Uh, but yes, he is no longer part of NXT UK. But she is. She will be, and we will be talking more about that. Sorry, I've just spoiled uh, the our top story there. Uh, <laughs> Gently done. Let's let's jump into it now. No, 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 no. Because there's so much more. Because first of all, okay, we've got the Progress World Championship match, which will be there. Cara Noir, Dan Maloney. I'm proper excited by this. Um, it's going to be a great clash of styles. Um, seeing Cara Noir's entrance produced with WWE money behind it, I'm super excited for. Um, <laughs> Dan Maloney, he's on a tear. He's a big old beastie. Um, this match is is going to be blooming brilliant. It is. What's your prediction? My prediction, um, Cara Noir. I'm going to go with Cara Noir as well. I uh, just can't see him losing the championship at this moment. Plus, uh, Dan Maloney seems to be Rev Pro's golden boy at the moment. Uh, However, there is one issue for Cara Noir that I've been thinking about. What's that? Well, as you know, I am somewhat into politics and Mm -hmm. there is a very large issue at the moment. In fact, Equity sent out a letter today signed by Sir Ian McKellen and Judy Walters, amongst others, about the fact that performers cannot travel to Europe very easily. There are big issues with them going over and working. In fact, it's pretty much just been left. So it's incredibly difficult to get any kind of performer from the UK to Europe and Cara Noir is spending a lot of time at WXW. Um, I'm, I'm nervous for British wrestlers in general and their ability to perform for international pro, uh, international European um, promotions. Yeah. Uh, from what I would know with WXW, they are currently not doing shows at the moment due to, uh, global bastard uh so uh but yeah uh i uh, hopefully again that will all clear up we they at the moment we've got these because uh, in politics they are we're allowed these are allowed to be shown because they are tv performances or recordings video and yeah that bit's all fine it's literally just the whole um international travel aspect for entertainers and performers indeed uh we didn't give a prediction for millie mckenzie versus mercedes blaze my money's on millie I understand that, but my money is on Mercedes. Ooh. We need Millie as an underdog. 
Oh, we've got a clash of uh, uh, Kid Lycos. The original Kid Lycos is returning to the ring. He will be facing Chuck Mambo. Uh, Yay! <laughs> I know you're a big fan of Chuck. <laughs> I'm a big Chuck Mambo fan. I love the pure ridiculousness of him. Um, great, absolutely great. Mm. Kid Lycos is, you know, he's he. We worked that out that he was been a been a professional wrestler since he was eight, uh, fourteen years old. He had to retire at the age of 22 uh, in 2019, but came out of retirement earlier this year. And this will be his first official match back. It won't be his first appearance for a wrestling company because he uh, recently appeared on the Ref Pro shows, as well as Chuck Mumbo. Uh, but it's, yeah, it's fantastic to see that Kid Lycos is. Uh, Back in action, one of one of the UK's best, and still so young. Uh, yeah, him and RKJ, they both sort of like were wrestling in the womb. I think. Yes. Uh, on top of that, there will be a fatal four way. Uh, this will crown the number one contender. Mm. Uh, Who's in, it going to be? In this match, you got Spike Trevay, Omari. Gene Money and Chris Ridgway. Uh, huge fan of Spike Trevay. Uh, I was a, a fan of Amari's work for Defiant Wrestling before they went down. Gene Money is a character wrestler. He can be very entertaining. And then, of course, there is one of my favorite wrestlers is Chris Ridgway, the man that's got a black belt in being harders. I'm going to have to practice not saying it so we can get on YouTube soon. <laughs> so Chris Ridgway uh, is hard as you know what. And I, I'm really pulling for Chris Ridgway to come out on top in this match because I want to see Chris Ridgway versus Kara Noir. I am dying to see Chris Ridgway versus Kara Noir. <laughs> You know what? I, I want Ridgeway to win because even if Cara Noir loses, which neither of us think he will, no. um, Ridgeway Maloney would be fantastic as well. Um, yeah. Ridgeway, I think he is, is it's either going to be him or Spike, and I think it is going to be Ridgeway for this one. Mm. Uh, Spike would have a great match as well as a safe, fantastic wrestler, great character. Uh, is the current champion at, uh, for the North, uh, North Wrestling. Uh, as I say, Brilliant, brilliant character work. Great rest. Gene Money, certainly a character. Uh, and Amari. I only saw a few of his matches for Defiant Wrestling, but from what I saw, I was very impressed with him. Uh, and Chris Ridgway, as I say, one of my favorites. So, and I really want to see that Chris Ridgway versus Cara and Noir because they will just kick two tons, two lumps, 50 lumps, 20 lumps. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute shit out of each other. Oh, you just demonetized oh, us. We've got to try, as I say, yes, we are practicing. <laughs> we can't quite manage it yet. Uh, it's a challenge because you see, we've been offered a radio slot. There is a radio station that wants to be playing our um, podcasts. However, we can't say rude words. <laughs> like bum. Like bum. <laughs> like bum. Sorry, I'm just being very immature. Indeed. Uh, it was, as I say, really looking forward to that. Saturday, 20th of February, chapter 104, the Natural Progression Series. Oh, we haven't even talked about the Natural Progression Series yet. Of course, the Natural Progression Series will be kicking off uh, with chapter 104. The Natural Progression Series highlights the best young talent the UK independent scene has to offer. And this year is no different. Man like Doris, Danny Black, Warren Banks, Big Guns Joe, Elijah, Luke Jacobs, Ethan Allen, and Kid Like Us too. What a lineup! What a lineup! Uh, I saw some work for Man Like the Reese for Defiant, uh, very athletic performer. Uh, it's been in the business for about four years now. 
Uh, I believe he was a product of Knuckle Locks. Uh, let me just double check my notes here. Which one's Knuckle Locks? This isn't um, a that, company that I'm aware of. That used to be Projo. Ah, okay. That I have heard of. So they took over the uh, Progress uh, training facilities, uh, which was Projo. Uh, that became Knuckle Locks. Uh, let's bring up my notes on that. Uh, wrong program. It is very impressive, your knowledge of Britress. I'm not trying to blow smoke up your derriere, but you do have a muddy strong knowledge. I try my best. Sorry, no, it's Danny Black that was a graduate of uh, Knuckle Locks. Uh, he was there. He's only got four years' experience. Uh, he has competed for Progress Wrestling in a dark match at Chapter 94. So this will be his first official match uh, for Progress Wrestling. Uh, he was a regular for Battle Pro Wrestling. He has wrestled for Ambush Pro Wrestling, IWL, and Pro Wrestling Soul. Uh, so that's Danny Black. Uh, let me try and find my notes on everybody else. <laughs> Uh, well, Kid Like Us 2 we've heard of. <laughs> well, Kid Like Us 2 we've definitely heard of. Uh, trained by Kid Like Us, would you believe? Uh, that is such an unusual thing with them having the name and everything. I know. Like, I don't know how that worked. Uh, I reckon it's just that he printed up too many T-shirts before he retired. <laughs> uh, he just wanted to have that legacy carry on uh, when he retired, obviously. And uh, But Joe Nelson uh, took over the mantle uh, he is a young lad. He's only 18 years of age or hey, roughly hey, hey. Uh, He's five years pro, uh, British, Ref uh, British Wrestling Revolution, TNT Extreme Wrestling, IPW. He's wrestled uh, for many companies, Defiant Wrestling, uh, NGW. So he's had plenty of experience. Uh, he's going to be one of the top contenders in this match. Now, you uh, remember um, how everyone said the British wrestling scene was going to die when WWE sort of sucked up all the talent? It hasn't. It's just got a hell of a lot younger. It has. And uh, the British wrestling scene has always relied on young talent because there has always been the WWE. There has mm. always been the American independent scene, which is somewhat seen as bigger than the UK scene. Companies like Impact and ROH. I'll give you Jews, maybe MLW as well. Uh, and then, of course, there is the law of Japan. Uh, Japan and the British wrestling go back, you know, to the 70s. Mm. You know, we hand in hand, we have walked with Japanese wrestling. British wrestlers have, you know, the best British wrestlers have all gone over to Japan and made names for themselves, obviously including uh, Will Ospreay and Zack Sabre Jr. Cur currently. Uh, as well as some amazing um, history, uh, if we go back to Razor, uh, Rollable Rocco. Rollable Rocco, Dynamite Kid, the British Bulldog, you know, all the best went out to uh, there. Uh, so Big Gun Joe is a uh, member of the Manchester scene mainly. Uh, he's competed again for New Generation Wrestling, TNT Extreme Wrestling, IPW and British Wrestling Revolution. Uh, he's done very well Mr. keeping his name out. He is, um, he's he's someone that you've heard of, even if you've only got a passing interest in the British wrestling scene. Yeah, uh, totally agree with that one. Uh, who's next? Who's next? <laughs> <laughs> Fader time. Uh, Ethan Allen. Ethan Allen is one half of the Young Guns, again, part of the Manchester scene. Uh, he has competed for lots of different companies, uh, including Progress Wrestling, uh, British Wrestling Revolution, and uh, his tag team partner will also be competing in the uh, tournament. Oh, not um, tag teams fighting each other. Yeah, so we're going to have two tag team members in the tournament. Uh, Man like Doris, as we so mentioned. Warren Banks, uh, again, from the Manchester scene. So we're getting a lot from the Manchester scene here. Uh, Elijah <laughs> from the Southern scene, so more London-based. Uh, my money is on either Warren Banks 
or Elijah? I'm going for the big men. Well, Progress do try and have their shows all over the UK. So having some of these um, wrestlers that have stronger connections to the North that will be able to bring in Northern followers, definitely the right thing to do. Yeah, I'd say at least half the... uh... Half of the uh, tournament, at least a uh, man like Darice is from the north, uh, Warren Banks, Big Guns Joe, Luke Jacobs, Ethan Allen. In fact, most of them are from the Manchester area. Do you know where they all actually took some training? Go on. At Fighting Spirit Academy under Zach Gibson and James Drake. <laughs> so oh. no wonder they're so good. <laughs> yep, and no wonder they're free to attend. Indeed. Uh, and as I say, uh, a bit Elijah from the uh, Southern Scene. Danny Black is from the Southern Scene. And no, Kid Lycos is free. So, yeah, it's mo- mainly Northern talent. But uh, it's just fantastic. See, they are eight of the very best yes, young competitors the UK scene has to offer. And the bracket. And I'll have... guarantee you that they will not fight like two dads in a pub car park. No, they will not. Uh, I'm really, as I say, uh, Saturday, 20th of February, we will be recording an Express Rest Roundup on Sunday. So we will be reviewing the show uh, as well as ICW. Unfortunately, I, I didn't get around to seeing ICW this week. Did you? Uh, maybe. No. Uh, well, I, I watched the first two matches, but uh, we'll, uh, say, we will watch well, both ICW and Progress wrestling next week and we will review both shows as well as bringing you uh, the rest of the Brit Rest Roundup. We do have an excuse though. A strong excuse because you see we had to spend two and a half hours such hard work watching NXT take over Vengeance Day. What an event. What a fantastic, great matches throughout. Obviously, we're going to only be talking about the two matches, uh, the Grizzly Young Veterans versus MSK, which we finally found out what MSK stands for. Uh, I don't know if you saw the, uh, the the rap that they did at the beginning, which... What did you think of that? I was like, meh. Um, yeah, I've got to admit, it was, it was different, which is good. I yeah. like different. It wasn't something I'd seen before. Um, I've always enjoyed a little bit of 90s R&B, um, but yeah, it was odd. <laughs> yeah, it's just a bit odd. But he revealed to us that MSK stands for Must See Kid. So I'm assuming it's Must See Kids for the both of them. I bet it's Kids for the Z as well. Probably. <laughs> uh, and well, what a match it was. Uh, what are your thoughts on the match? Uh, my thoughts on the match was the MSK did um, my favourite, favourite move for quite a while, which is where um, one of them does a backflip and the other one pushes him while he's in midair, upside down, and he lands on the opponent. I love that move. The first time I saw it, it was a out-of-my-chair moment, like, wow! <laughs> so, yeah, I was, I was impressed. Grizzled Young Veterans, um, they were definitely over. Um, as heels, yeah. Um, they gave Zach a mic, yeah, which is going to be a good thing. Brilliant, because uh, yeah, a lot of the praise, uh, particularly from one of the top uh, reporters in wrestling, Mister Meltzer, was all over how good MSK were. I put it this way: the only reason MSK looked so good in that match was because of Grizzle's Young Veterans. They were amazing in this match. They directed everything in this match. Uh, James Drake was fantastic as well. He was busy in this match, wasn't he? James Drake has always been uh, an underrated performer. He kind of gets overshadowed by uh, Zach Gibson, but how can you not be overshadowed by Zach Gibson? He is one and it's an outstanding wrestler. I don't care that he wrestles that a, a boring style where he doesn't do the flips. He's an amazing wrestler. He's one of the best wrestlers in the world as far as I'm concerned. His promo skills are out of this world. He controls crowds. 
I mean, he can get an entire arena of, I bet, of at least 50,000 people could probably get that to take their shoes bloody off for him. Uh, last time I saw him, I was at the Cambridge Corn Exchange and I didn't take my shoe off because it was a Doc Martin and there were far too many laces. But I would have. <laughs> you would have, yes. I would have. But uh, as you say, he had the microphone at first. He was amazing. They controlled, they directed this match because uh, MSK are both very young and you could just see this whole match was put together by Grizzled Young Veterans and considering the Grizzled Young Veterans had never wrestled MSK before. It was incredible. Uh, how many sugars did you put in your tea for it? Oh, I now it was a very, very good match, but I'm going to be honest with you, I only gave it three. Oh, harsh. Yeah, I know. Um, I enjoyed it, but not enough. Not just because um, the Grizzled Young Veterans didn't win. Um, yeah, that was it. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. I couldn't believe the Grizzled Young Veterans did not win. That is the second time in a row they have yeah. taken the Dusty Cup away from them. But I see MSK taking the belts off uh, Danny Birch and Oni Lorcan, uh, which will set up an, an intense rivalry to come with the Grizzled Young Veterans. In fact, I wish now that Pete Dunn dumps Danny Birch and Oni Lorcan and teams up with uh, the Grizzled Young Veterans, James Drake and Zach Gibson, because they've lost uh, McAfee as the mouthpiece, so Zach Gibson can take over as the mouthpiece. Do you think they can cope with Gibson's accent if he was the mouthpiece? Yeah, because he's just so bloody good. (laughs) (laughs) He's just so bloody good. I mean... Nowadays, let's say, on the UK scene, it's more become like, you know how the WWE would, uh, Kurt Angle, we would sing, you suck out of respect for uh, Zach Gibson. The whole take your shoes off and everything that we do, yes, we hate Gibson, but we also respect the hell out of him because he's earned that respect. Yes, he has. As an amazing performer, fantastic mouth, and my personal opinion is I put four sugars in my tea for this one. I have diabetes now. Uh, it was just uh, uh, such a good match. And uh, it's a shame the Grizzly Young Veterans did not go over. Right. Main event time. Oh, sh- actually, should we talk about the ladies match? It had Tony Storm in it. We can do, yes. Um, it had Tony Storm. It had the wonderful Mercedes Martinez and... Mm. Champion um, Io Shirai, the greatest female wrestler of this generation. Ooh, that's 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 not quite correct, in my opinion. Oh, how can you say that? How can you doubt Io Shirai? Time after time after time, she just blows my mind with what she does in the ring. I agree, she's brilliant, but she's not ready for Asuka. I wasn't carting Asuka at this generation because she's slightly... They teamed together, didn't they? Back in uh, the day? Uh, I'm not sure if they if they ever did. Uh, let's just, I know that she teamed well, let's, with let's Pirate do, Princess, but um, we'll, we'll do some research. Let's look at the ages. Well, well uh, talk about the match a bit more while I check out the ages. Okay, so it was your classic three-way match. Um the thing that was a little bit confusing was you had the two heels against the one baby face. So that's a traditional way of building up your baby face and making them look great. Tony Storm, for me, she doesn't really work as a heel. Um, she's so much, so much more entertaining as a face. Um, but again, that's personal opinion. Mm. Um, and Mercedes Martinez, yeah, as a grizzled veteran, um, fantastic. Uh, okay, so yeah, I've just seen the age. It's not that much different, actually. Io Shirai's 30 and Asuka is 39. Uh, so we'll count them as the same generation. Io Shirai over Asuka. Oh. That's tough. I think we're going to have to do a special on who is... but. Uh... Okay, we'll, we'll do a versus recording one evening. Well, um, we'll say... Have to, I'm going to have to do a special. Yeah. 
and I just think this has got potential. Oscar EO fans, listeners out there, tell us who is the top performer of this generation. Is it Oscar? Is it uh, EO Shrike? Is it Charlotte Flair? I am a huge fan of Charlotte Flair. I think she gets far too much hate for a thing. They say, oh, she only gets pushed because of her name. No, she only gets pushed because she's 10 times better than most of the roster uh, on the uh, main roster. Especially when you bear in mind how long she was actually trained for. Yep. When she started. Mm-hmm. Um, she is brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. But she's not ready for Asuka. She's not ready for Asuka. Oreo. But yeah, just uh, I. it was a great match. I probably put about three and a half sugars in my tea for it. I preferred it to the Grizzled Young Veterans match. Mm. I will also give it three and a half. Excellent. Okay, main event time. Pete Dunn versus Finn Balor. It was hard hitting. It was brutal. It was Finn Balor and Pete Dunn. Yeah. Now I have an issue with this match. Pete Dunn didn't win. I have two issues with this match. Um, my issue with this match is earlier on in the night, Johnny Gargano took on Kushida. And in that match, it was very hard hitting. There were lots and lots of hold exchanges. And it was exactly the same as the Pete Dunn-Finn Balor match. I did not see much variety um, between the two matches. Yeah, I would give you that. Plus, that one also had the wrong result because uh, Johnny Gargano... Kushida should have won it, yeah. Kushida went over... Yeah, Kushida should have won that match. Uh, it yeah. was, and I can't, I couldn't believe when Johnny Gargano won that match. I don't like Johnny Gargano. I don't know why. I just don't. <laughs> he just he, he doesn't impress me as a wrestler. Everyone else, I think, looks amazing when they wrestle him, but he just doesn't impress me himself. He did when he was against Champa. I've really enjoyed his work with Champa, but yeah, since no, then I, it's just been. I, I enjoyed Champa's work during that feud. I did not like his work during that feud. Weird. So the match, yeah, hard hitting. They kicked the crap out of each other. I'm surprised neither one has was injured during the match. Uh, you know, this is the wrestling I love. The same with the Kushida. And uh, Gargano match. This is the wrestling that I love. Make it look real. Make it look like you're trying to out wrestle and beat each other. I did do that. Uh, mm. The only issue I would probably have is neither uh, worked as it. Well, Pete Dunn didn't actually work as a heel during the match. Uh, I feel like if you had done that in front of a live crowd, it would have been a 50 50 chance. 100%. Uh, so Pete Dunn needs to go back to working a bit more as a heel. Well, he did his finger thing, but again, the problem when he's in America is they tend to just go back to that all the bloody time. Yeah. I mean, I love the finger snap, but uh, it's not like he's trying to do things behind the referee's back. It's not like he's trying to cheat at any time. And I will also point out that um, uh, Finn actually sold the finger snap better than pretty much anyone else I've ever seen. Indeed. Well, uh, when he did it a couple of weeks ago, he did dislocate his finger, so might have been real. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It was an amazing match. I put four and a half sugars in my tea. Literally, I am dying of diabetes. Um, a stop talking about that. We have um, a former member with a son who is that. True. Sorry. Um, Yes. B. Um, personally, uh, it was good, but it wasn't great. I will give it three and a half. No, how could you not like that? It was brutal. It was brilliant. It was beautiful wrestling. I know you could say it was like the Kushida match. I don't know why, but I could see the difference in the two matches. Uh, it's it's horses for courses. Let's be honest with you. I can yeah. watch um, an Orange Cassidy versus Chris Jericho mimosa match 
Exactly. Um, for those of you that can't see, Andy is currently putting his hand, his head in his hands. Um, I could watch that match and I could give that three or four lumps and you would give it negative 763. Yeah, I, I, there just wouldn't be any sugar in my tea. It would be bitter as fuck. <laughs> uh, no, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, that's my type. As you say, that is my go-to wrestling, Pete Dunne and Fandala. It looks real. It was hard hitting. It involved beautiful transitions and be- beautiful reversals. Just amazing wrestling. Technical. There was really impressive groundwork. Really, really impressive groundwork from both of them. Mm. Uh, my only issue with the match is, as I say, Pete didn't Pete Dunne didn't work as a heel when he was a heel, and uh, I'd like to see him do a few more. You know, the finger snap is one thing, but you do that when you're a good guy as well. So that doesn't really mm. make you a heel. You know, cheat. <laughs> do something also, like the referee's back. Take the turnbuckle pad off. You know, some classic heel work. Talking about referees. Yes, referees. Didn't really rate this one. Right. He didn't seem to be in the right places at the right times. And if I noticed that, that can't be a good thing. But what I did notice and I did love was the venue. Mm. Yeah. The Capital Sports. Coliseum or whatever the hell they called it. Centre. Capital it's Sports Centre. And a few fans. Now, granted, there was that, but what I loved was the proper drop-down microphone with the CSC. Old school. Wicked. Mr. Kennedy! <laughs> oh. Come on. Come on. Kennedy! Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you That's cannot finished. leave that there. Um, one more thing, and I know it's not Brit Rest, but we will mention it as well. Um, there were a load of signings that were announced for NXT, including LA Knight, a bloody ridiculous name for a bloody fantastic wrestler. Indeed, one of the best, uh, on the mic, yeah, on the mic, and a fantastic wrestler, just amazing, yeah. amazing athleticism. He looks like he was made. Uh, from marble, he's you know he just, he looks fantastic. He sounds fantastic. He wrestles fantastic. This guy is going to be if, if he doesn't become a world champion, there's something wrong with NXT system. Oh, he'll become an NXT world champion, um, just like Robert Roode did, mm. Mm. um, just like um, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura did, and then what will happen? Indeed. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about the uh, the golden story released today is uh, Millie McKenzie has signed with NXT UK. And this is very, very good news. Indeed. Amazing news. She so deserves this. Uh, as we mentioned earlier, she was an integral part of the speaking out uh, due to uh, her having to suffer years of abuse at the hands of a wrestler who we shall not name, uh, who is no longer with NXT UK. So Millie McKenzie has now joined NXT UK because uh, she was actually part of the early periods of NXT UK. She yes. competed in the uh, win- women's tournament uh, to crown the first ever NXT UK women's champion. She was eliminated by Jimmy. She had at least a couple more matches uh, against Zia Brookside and I think Killer Kelly as well. Uh, she is fantastic. She was trained by the Bruiserway, as we say. Uh, she comes from that same area. Uh, she wrestles very similar to him. I'll tell you what, if you look at the way she's going to have her training from Pete Dunn and from Satamora, mm. um, ooh, she's going to be a hard nut. Yeah, because Mako Satamura could be another big reason that she has signed with NXT UK. Uh, she actually competed in Japan for Mako's Sendai Girls promotion. And uh, she was featured quite prominently. So she spent a lot of time already training with Mako Satamura. And yeah, as you say, Bruiserweight, Mako Satamura we might be seeing the next best women's wrestler 
Uh, I have huge hopes for her, I think, and I, I'm so glad that she signed with NFC UK. I am... I cannot imagine what she had to go through. Nobody can. Yeah. Uh, and we're going to leave it in the past and look yes. at the amazing, strong future that this one lady has. I am really excited. I am going to enjoy seeing her kick all the derriere in NXT UK, which we will be watching and releasing our podcast review of NXT UK this coming week. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, looking forward to it. Shah Samuels versus A-Kid. Uh, ben Carter's back in action. And uh, what was the other match? It'll be good. It'll be good. It's, it's like, yeah, like, as you say, it's looking like it's going to be a fantastic uh, show and I, I cannot wait for it. And uh, yeah, we will be reporting on it uh, just this coming week. Uh, while you listen to us, do check out our specials, our interviews with WrestleCare, a fantastic charity uh, who work uh, to help underprivileged children. Uh, and they do toy drives, uh, not just wrestling toys, although they do like wrestling toys. They also arrange for, or well, they were going to be arranging for days out to shows and events uh, and a fantastic charity. Uh, check out our interview with Russell Carnival owner Gary Ward, uh, super guy, absolutely fantastic interview, such a nice guy. He told us. Some so much information, and also check out uh, our interview with UKPW co-owner or the new co-owner Alex Gilbert or Dow Jones. Dow Jones. Dow Jones, and of course our first ever interview um, with Andy Scott, telling the brilliant and fascinating story of his um, his uncle who was a wrestler in the 1930s all the way through the 40s, 50s, and even into the 1960s. This book um, that he has released on him, I believe, has nearly sold out of its first print and is about to be doing a second print. Indeed. Uh, London's Lovable Villain. Uh, you can pick that up on his eBay. And, uh, yeah, fantastic interview again. Uh, really, if, you, if, you, if you're a fan of history, a fan of wrestling, it's something you should check out. Anyway, I think with that, I think that is the wrestling roundup for this week on the Brit Rest scene. Uh, so we have been two guys drinking tea, talking about men and women in tights. Have a great day. Have a great night. And remember, folks, don't feed the don't trolls. Don't feed the trolls. <laughs>